we thought you might like to know about the Bank of American Student Leaders Program. It is a program that takes students from affluent parts of Indianapolis and places them in service at the Chris Moore House through a paid internship over the summer. We're going to talk to one of those participants, Yozer Cassell, and we're also going to talk to Bailey Holt of Christmore House and Andy Krask of Bank of America, talking about this program and the importance of service and going into a different part of town and serving people that you may not interact with on a regular basis. We think you find it really interesting, and Yozer is just a great kid. So stay tuned here on The Chris Spangle Show. Before we start, I want to thank all of the Weird Libertarians patrons for being a part of the show. You can find out all of the benefits of subscribing on Patreon at joinwallplus.com. That's W-A-L-plus.com. You'll get bonus content, access to the complete archives. There's over a thousand shows that you can't get in the public feed, and you'll be supporting all of our great shows. Thank you especially to our $100 a month members, John Pusillo, Vincent Peichel, Lars Nordskog, Jakey Dell, Matthew Durbin, Reinhold, Christy Avery, and Jason Doolittle. We also want to thank our main sponsor for this episode. Uh, it is Iconic Insurance. 15% of Americans are left to find health insurance on their own. And even if you get health insurance from your employer that doesn't work for you, Matt Allen and Iconic Insurance can help you find the right insurance. Just head over right now and contact him at iconic-insurance.com slash libertarians. We'll put the link in the description if you can't remember that. But Matt is a longtime listener of this program and a great guy and a good friend of mine. So please go support him and reach out right now. Thank you. And now let's get started with our show. All right. Well, I want to welcome my guest, Andy Krask, who is the uh, market president of the Bank of Bank of America. Excuse me. Bailey Holt, case manager at Christmore House Family and Community Center in Hawville. And Yozer Cassell, a student leader during summer 2022. And he is a senior at Covenant Christian High School. Uh, it, this is an exciting program. This is a student leaders program that is helping four students this year, and we're going to find out how they're helping students. So let's actually start with Bailey Holt talking about the Christamore House and start there. Bailey, tell us a little bit about Christamore House and what you do in your community. Absolutely. So Christamore House has been around since 1905 in the Hallville community, um, and we work and serve the community as a full-service community center, Um, meaning that we have physical wellness programs, we have financial assistance programs, mentoring, job readiness, um, youth programs. So we really have a whole approach on the way that we help the community. And we're helping mom, we're helping dad, we're helping the kids in the community. We host lots of events, um, just anything you can think of to better our community. That's where what Krista Morehouse is. And us being around for over 100 years now, um, the Hallville community has really developed a relationship with us and sees us as a staple and a resource for them to go through to um, in any situation. Yeah. When I think of Hallville, I think of the Krista Morehouse um, and Aldrin Williams, actually, and, and Aaron Williams. So yeah. I know they were attached to the, the Chris Moore House for a long time. Uh, Andy, right. tell us about Bank of America and how you came to support uh, the student leaders program through the Chris Moore House. Sure, and Chris, thanks uh, thanks for having me here. Um, I think Bailey did a great job of explaining the importance of, of Chris Moore House to the, to the Hallville community. Um, you know, our relationship with Krista Moore House goes back um, a few years here uh, when we first made our, our, our market entry. And 
Um, thankfully, we've got a great partner um, who has a great impact in the community that um, has taken really good care of our last couple of student leaders classes. Um, and so we have a real commitment to workforce development here in, in, in Indianapolis. Um, since 2004, this Bank of America program across the country has supported over 3,800 students. Uh, and the fact that, you know, here locally, we get to do that um, for four students, you know, every year um, to really, you know, expose them to some real, real opportunities, not only to help their community, but get, you know, a paid internship and, and, and some real life, you know, and I think you'll hear from Yoza here in a minute how real life it was. Um, real life experiences to, you know, what it really looks like to have a positive impact in the community. And I just can't say enough good things about Crystal Moore House and what they do. And we're, we're certainly thankful to be a partner. So, Andy, tell me a little bit about the program. What does Bank, Ameri- Bank of America do in the Students Leaders Program? And then, Bailey, add on how the Crystal Moore House participates that. What, what we'll, we'll speak to Yozer in just a moment, who's one of the participants of the program. But what's the goal? What's the mission here for your four students in 2022? Sure. For, um, you know, from our perspective, uh, it's critically important to us that um, we um, provide workforce development opportunities. Um, we try to reach uh, diverse communities. We try to, um, you know, you know, plug students into uh, these these real life um, opportunities. Ultimately, these are students um, that are passionate about the community. Um, so you, you've got folks who've demonstrated some some inherent leadership uh, interest and in, in opportunities here. So we want to fuel that. Uh, we provide them with a paid internship. Um, Krista Moore House, um, you know, does a lot of the, the the community work. But you know, on on the backside, on the bank side, um, you know, the other thing we're doing is we're we're connecting them to other student leaders across the country. Um, we're providing them with um, access to mentors. We're we're doing some financial literacy, uh, and and so we're we're showing them, you know, the real life stuff uh, via Krista Moore House. But then we're also um, investing in them and, and and hopefully preparing them for you know what's next for them as as most of these young students go off to college. We want them to come back to Indy. Um, they may go to college in a lot of different places, but ultimately uh, it'd be great if they came back and uh, and certainly uh, continued to invest in the community um, because that's uh, that's what we're here for. We want to make an impact in the community, and um, that's really the, the 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 centerpiece of this. So Bailey uh, Bailey Holt of the Christmore House. Of Christmore House. I don't know why I keep adding a the. I'm, I apologize. It's in my brain. It's the, the Southern Hoosier in me, I guess. Uh, you know, what is your mission for the Student Leaders Program? What, what are you really hoping to impart upon your student leaders? Absolutely. So Andy covered a lot of it. Um, but one thing that I really hone into is um, really giving the students that self-identity that they need, right? So in high school, that's a really transformative time. All of the students that I had were juniors in high school, um, embarking on their senior year and, you know, soon going off to college. So it's so important for students to see every part of their city, right? So a lot of our students are from the suburbs of the areas that we serve. um, And a lot of them had never stepped foot in Hallville, right? So when you step in a community like that, it's really transformative to who you are as a person. And um, maybe some ideas that you had of that community in the past or fears or prejudices that we have um, just from not knowing, right? So that was so important to me to show the students, you know, hey, these people are just like everybody else. We're all the same. Um, Some just are going through different struggles that others don't face or that 
others have not seen before, right? And learning how to communicate with people in those backgrounds. Um, I think communication is so key, especially in our world today where we're in social media and, you know, communication is just so different. But really that face-to-face real interactions with people who are so different than you um, and learning how to like I said, communicate and build those relationships with them. And just like Andy said, we want them to come back to Indy, right? So you're going off to college and you might go out of state. Um, But once you build those relationships, you always know you have something to come back to. That's your foundation. Um, You know that Indianapolis is home. You know that Bank of America and Krista Moore House is home. And that's somewhere you can always go to. And it's always a resource available for you in the future. Yeah, I love the idea. I see one of your your students, Armand Hicks, is from Plainfield. That's where I went to school. Uh, And I'm not going to lie, we did not go to Hawville very often. Long's Donuts was as close as we got. And, you know, I think (laughs) it didn't serve me well as I grew grew up, you know, and and not interacting with different communities. Uh, And you've got... uh, Now, please... Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Bailey, if I mispronounce anybody's name, Nikita Monk- Mookin at, uh, from Indianapolis at Park Tudor, uh, mm-hmm. Megana Iyer from Carmel, Carmel High School, and Megna. Megna, excuse me, I apologize, uh, and <laughs> Yozer Cassell from Indianapolis, Covenant Christian High School, he's here with us. Bailey, why don't you introduce us to Yozer, and then we'll have Yozer kind of tell his story. Absolutely. So Yozer is a senior now at Covenant Christian High School. Um, He was one of my most active interns this summer, right? All of the questions that I never expected to hear, very hands-on, very energetic, um, just amazing opportunity to watch him flourish and grow in this position over the summer. So Yozer, you have the floor. Yeah, well, thanks for the introduction. I, my time at Christmas House, I really learned. I learned so much. I was really grateful for the responsibility and trust the supervisors had in us. Um, the first three days, it was inten- it was like pretty intensive training. Where uh, learning about the community, like we walked around Hago community again. The closest I've been to is Long Donuts. I never like truly walked around the community. It's nothing I would have never done. So I was really grateful for that. Just like we can feel more relaxed, you can see the people in the community there, um, and then. When we're taking our clients, because I was, I, I was most times at a case manager, I was doing what Bailey does, um, was having was having real people, um, talking to real people one on one. And I was just, I was really surprised that, first of all, that, um, our supervisors let us um, handle, handle these clients who are taking their socials, um, their bills, they're um, talking about um, what they're going through, all this on one on one. I thought the supervisor would stay with us, but they only did it for the first week and they let us. Um, you know, let us explore rest. So, well, you had responsibility really, and you're like, wait a minute, what? You're tr- it's yeah, a very yeah, really. it's a very adult reaction being trusted with responsibility and going, Me? You're really gonna trust me? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was and I also the in the back of my mind, I kept on thinking, Well, like the clients I'm dealing with, they're really like they're struggling trying to find a rental assistance, utility assistance, the light bills are off. Will they trust a teenager boy to handle their social, their bills? I know Bailey and then another director, Miss Sandra Jones, they really emphasize if you walk with confidence and make the environment feel free and relate to them, um, they'll, they'll talk to you and get information out of them. So um, really just learning those skills was super helpful. 
Tell us a little bit about your background. Um, tell us a little bit about your family and, you know, y- your your time here and, the, and what you want to do in the future. Okay, yeah. So, um, my mom is from Hong Kong and my dad is from Liberia. Um, so, I, I can, I've been to both Hong Kong and Liberia. I can see, uh, I get to know both worlds pretty well. Um, I guess my experience beforehand was the closest I had to Lisa Christmore was going to Liberia. It's a third world country. Um, my dad took me there summer 2019. Um, it was it was pretty uh, shocking to me for the first time. Um, I have two other siblings. Uh, I'm, I'm the youngest in my family. Older sister uh, graduated Notre Dame, and then brother IU. Um, and for me, I'm I'm going through college applications right now. I want to go to Notre Dame, but I'm not sure uh, what I want to major in yet. Uh, doing this um, internship has really uh, I thought about nonprofit management or philanthropy or even uh, social work. So it was really just open the doors for me. So you get to Krista Moore. How, did you apply for this? Did you get selected? Did somebody just kind of find you? You know, how, how did you get connected to the Bank of America and Krista Morehouse Student Leaders Program? Yeah. So um, last summer I was working a golf course and I made up my miles. Like I'm not going to, uh, work at a golf course. Now. Like I want to do something for the community. I want to work. I want to put myself in a position where I'm being others and learn more about myself and about others and just make me more um, cultured. So I determined not to get a get a different summer job. And I was researching internships around Indiana, and I stumbled upon Bank America, and I saw they emphasized community works, so lots of hands-on activities, and um, I didn't know what community work we were going to work with. I didn't know we were going to work with Crystal Morehouse. Um, so I applied for that. I thankfully got it. I was super grateful. I was really, I was really pumped. Um, you know, I saw my teachers, they were, they could see the, the smile on my face that day. Um, and then I, I, when we were um, chosen to be with Christopher House, I asked my neighbor what Christopher House was because he knew what it was. And he told me the work they did. And I got really excited because I had, um, I had been to other community centers like Flinner House. It's in your MLK. So it kind of had an experience with that. Um, so that's kind of how I was like the application process worked. We had to write about, I want to say eight, eight, um, eight essays, but like a thousand words um, about ourselves and why, why we can be leaders and what we can add to um, this internship. So you, you, why, what put that on your heart? Why did you want to go, you know, I mean, you can make probably some good tips at the golf course. Why go work for the community? What specifically about that appeals to you and, and what motivates you? I think um, it really comes down to me um, helping others. But in that return, um, you always find out that you win more by yourself and they help you more than you can help them. I've been at so much this year. Um, so it, it really came down to like trying to um, develop leadership skills to help communities, especially I, I have a, I've been helping my, as a side job or side, um, yeah, side job, I've been helping my, um, my, one of my pastors for his Liberia work study program. And he really developed a heart for me to like for communities or people who are suffering, who are out there. And um, Tristan House was one of those places where you have a pocket of almost a third world country. You have a pocket of a third world country sitting right next to you and, maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes away, you're living in a pretty privileged position. And I realized that, again, I, I need, like, there's almost a calling for me to um, help this community um, because 
um, they're in a position that they need, they need to know these resources around them. They need to, um, we, we don't want the recycle to repeat again. That, that's what was, that was kind of my, my thought process. You know, coming from a position of privilege, did you go in with preconceived notions? And, and what are some that were challenged by doing this work this summer? What do you mean by conceived notions? I don't know. Like, did you did you think, all right, well, if I go to this part of town, people will be this, like, sort of way? Like, is there, like, something that surprised you that you changed your mind on that you were like, I can't believe I ever thought that about, you know, a poorer part of town, in a way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, again, I guess the closest they had to Hogbook community was Long Donuts. Um, and even then, I wouldn't, like, you're not engaging like people. You're just standing in line with your AirPods yeah. in, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess for me, it was when you're dealing with these clients, I, at first, I must kind of judge them before I even talk to them, for example. Hmm. I was looking at them, um, looking at their bills, seeing the position they're in. I'd be like, oh, they could have done something better. Or um, like, you're just kind of judging, maybe even off their looks, um, um, stuff like that. But I think Bailey and um, my other director, Ms. Sandra Jones, they really emphasize talking to these clients first and learning what they're going through. Um, and you really get a heart of uh, more empathy than sympathy. So you're really looking at these clients, you're seeing um, how can I help them more, which is, I guess for me, it was uh, before going to Christmas House and more like, oh, they, they kind of, they could have graduated high school or they could have gone to college, but they chose not to. But maybe it's because their, their dad was dying. They didn't take care of their father and that's why they couldn't go to college or, you know, have the bills. So I guess learning their story and the context behind why they're in that position was huge. I mean, now looking at the holistic, holistic approach and seeing why a lot of these um, clients in the community is, I guess, in that position there. Bailey, is it a common experience for the student leaders that you've worked with to kind of have the scale fall from their eyes? And, and what are some of the things that they've learned that can help our listeners grow in empathy through their eyes? Sure. So this was my first time um, working with the Bank of America program. In previous years, there were other of our employees that were doing it. Um, but one thing I remember, one of my greatest memories this summer with the interns was on our first week, I took them on a walk around the neighborhood. So I had a lot of people kind of like, mm, I don't know if you should do that. We just want to be safe. But I understood how important it was for them to see real time exactly who they were serving, what conditions these people were living in. Um, and I remember that this was, you know, an activity that really stuck out in the leader's eyes, too. It almost was like a culture shock. Right. I mean, here I am the first day I'm coming from Covenant Christian or Park Tudor or Carmel or Avon. And for and listeners not I, in Indianapolis, those are the affluent areas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm coming from those areas and then I'm walking through Hallville and I took them to Long's and I took them all around the, the neighborhood just to show them, you know, this is what we're working in. This is the environment that our clients are living in. Um, and I remember one student described it as him feeling extremely guilty. Right. Hmm. And that's a, a, a very extreme emotion for a high school student to have to feel guilt when knowing that they contributed in no way to the way that these people were living. 
Um, and I really emphasize to him, you know, don't make it guilt, but be empathetic, right? Let's try, how can we make a difference? How can you be a positive impact knowing the resources that you have access to? How can you bring those to these communities so that, you know, they can start building those relationships that you have? Um, so it was it was a huge shock for them and it really opened their eyes to how much goes on in such a small area. You know, Indianapolis is not that big of a city and it's amazing how many socioeconomic differences we have in such a short span. Um, So that was a a real eye opener for all of them. I I mean, I'm in Fall Creek Place and you walk two blocks and the neighborhood changes, (laughs) right? Like it's, and you know, they're, we all go to the same Kroger and everybody is is so friendly and, and gets along, but then you get on social media. Uh, right. Andy, I see you shaking your head a lot. Uh, your thoughts on, on your experiences and what you've seen through the student leaders and what Bailey just said. Well, pro- here's what I would say. Proximity matters, right? You, both Yozer and, and Bailey talked about, you know, things that you think you know, um, but until you really get close to it, um, you, you really don't know. And I think that's one of the things, you know, that we've tried to do over the last five years here is really play through our not-for-profits, listen to our not-for-profits. They tell us where we need to be. Uh, and the Student Leaders Program is a great opportunity for us um, to continue to make that investment in the community. Um, but I learn things every year. Um, we, and I'll, I'll, I'll brag on Yozer and his group here. Um, this is the fourth year we've done this in Indy. We've had great groups, um, but the, the the class of this year, um, they did some really heavy stuff. Um, they did some really mature stuff. And uh, just listening to them go through their days and, and, and the way they had an impact on the community. Um, yeah, I was just proud to be um, associated with, with, with this group. Um, it's just an, an amazing group. Yozer is a great representative of that group, uh, but I'm super proud of them. Uh, and I didn't do anything. Uh, I didn't show up at Crystal Moore House every day and, and, and do the hard stuff they did. Uh, but I'm just really proud of this group and I'm really proud of the partnership we have with Crystal Moore House. And, um, you know, there's a reason community centers, you know, exist. They're incredibly important to the community. And I think uh, Yozer got a, a front row seat to that this summer. Yeah, to, to add on to that also, I like what Andy said about proximity. Um, I guess for me, it's always been like, you're, you're always, everyone's trying to make a difference in the world, but you really have to get, you have to know what you're dealing with and to get close with the person you're trying to make a difference with or the community you're trying to make a difference with. So again, beginning of summer, I mean, I wasn't in a public community. I was supposed to make a difference in there when you're not there for seven hours a day working with the people and seeing what they're going through. I think that was huge. Like to make a difference in the first place, you have to be in that position to talk with these clients, to talk with the community, talk with their kids, talk with the parents uh, as much as possible. So. Uh, you, you talked a little bit li- about Liberia. I mean, what have you learned here locally that you're going to then apply to, you know, a foreign country? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I guess. Um, I'm, it's funny. I'm planning to go in Liberia um, next uh, next year, uh, around spring, so April. And for me, it's I guess the first time I went there, I didn't talk too much. I didn't actually look around too much. I I walked a bit, but I was a bit a bit afraid to walk around. But I guess this time, um, next time around, or hopefully, um, I guess talking to um, the Liberians there, um, seeing what they're going through, 
while also trying to understand their culture more because I think that's huge. It, there's only so much you can do if you don't understand the culture of the people there. Um, so I think understanding the culture more and knowing um, what, but what's the impact I can make on my short time there or even long term there um, that um, helps um, nurture their, their uh, culture as rich as it is. Um, but also, if there's any negatives that culture, I can identify it. Um, and, and also, lots of talking. So, it, I mean, it's, it's hard to understand the culture. Um, it's hard, I mean, my time at Chris, my house, even that community culture, I'm not sure if I even grasp the true aspect of it. But again, just trying to understand the culture first so I can then uh, make a difference. Yeah, Andy, over the years, as, you, as you've worked at this program, I mean, it, it sounds like users giving up comfort. Americans especially love a lot of comfort and, and growing in confidence. What are some other ways that you've seen the student leaders change and, and how it impacts them? Well, and, and I think Bailey's probably seen this during the course of, of this summer, but I think it's really just the, the, the confidence um, that, that they, they gain by being in those types of positions. I mean, Chris, we've all had jobs in the summertime that I, I guarantee you weren't nearly as fulfilling or as impactful. I shouldn't speak for you. I know that I can speak for myself. No, 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 um, I, but believe me. <laughs> just, yeah, right. Uh, so, so just just seeing the growth and the confidence and the maturity um, and really just the the, the worldly awareness of, of things that are maybe beyond what their worldview was before, I think, has been um, is just that that's been a consistent refrain here over just the last couple of years. Bailey, do you want to add something to that? I'd love to. Um, so just to give you a little insight of how much trust I put in them, remind you, these are four juniors in high school. <laughs> I was an cringe. idiot. I, I would never have trusted. I, that's amazing. You're, <laughs> exactly. you're a saint. <laughs> they, planned, they planned and hosted a back-to-school event on their own. When I say I had little to no involvement in it at all, they got partnerships from Target, from Anthem, from Ivy Tech. They had over 400 attendees for this event. High schoolers on their own did this. Um, so when you talk about the independence and the trust and the confidence um, that I think that they've gained, just watching them from that first orientation day till the last day they left me, I was very emotional just seeing how much they had grown in such a short span of time. And, you know, they never would have imagined that I would allow them to, you know, put so much trust. I remember them saying, we thought we were going to be getting coffee for you all summer. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, I really wanted them to get the most out of it. So that just, I mean, that event really plays to how much they really took ownership of this this summer and made the absolute most of it. Yeah, it was, go ahead. I was really go ahead, user. For, um, I was really grateful for how busy we always were. Um, I mean, there were many times when, especially playing the event, um, you know, work an extra hour just to make sure you secure a partner or um, rest the sleeps before the, uh, the day of the event. People are going to show up. Well, I'm just really thankful for I. I when people say they love to work or they love being busy, I really, I really understand that now. Because um, knowing that you're going to make a difference um, in the community really can just drive you to do things that are new as possible. Um, so at least for me, I was just really good for that experience. 
Andy, is there any plans? I, I mean, we've got a, a national podcast audience and we've got a local radio audience of, of high school and college stations. Are there any plans to maybe work with other community groups to roll this out to other areas of the state, not just Indianapolis? You know, Bailey, can people volunteer if they want to to get involved or, you know, how, how can we spread this? I think it's a great program. Sure. Let, let, I'll, uh, let me address the, the, the first part of that and I'll let Bailey take the back end. Um, so, so right now we do this every year for four students um, in the Indianapolis area. That is how we define our market here in Indiana. We do this in 92 markets across the country. Um, so if you reside in um, Kansas City or New York or any other state really where, where Bank of America has this kind of presence, we run a student leaders program there. So I would suggest um, seek it out. Um, we do try to go through the schools here in the Indianapolis area to make sure counselors are aware, to make sure that students are aware. Um, application, I, I want to say a process or the, the application um, piece opens up later this year. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to continue staying focused, um, you know, here locally on what we're doing. But nationally speaking, um, there should be opportunities for for listeners of a broader audience to to, to find this program. Bailey? Thanks. Yes. So also we have so many opportunities for um, volunteer hours. Um, We're always open to anybody. We're hosting a lot of events coming up um, and just day to day volunteer opportunities. So please reach out to us um, at our website, www.kristamorehouse.org. And you'll see the link to sign up for volunteer work. Yozer, I I normally have organizations on, so it's sort of like, oh yeah, this organization is pitching me to come volunteer because they need you know v- donations and money and all that, right? Um, but I think you speak more from the voice of the listener, right? The person who's just kind of going out doing their day to day stuff. They're busy. They've got things going on. It's you know, well, I do help my sister in law with her this or that, right? Um, give a pitch to the listener to kind of get involved in their community wherever they live and how it will impact them and other people. Okay. So, um, I guess my pitch would be, um, I guess to help. So I guess that, you know, the communities are around you and, different communities are going through different struggles, or maybe even the communities that don't look like they're going through that much struggles, maybe the culture in that community isn't that strong. I guess understanding that the more you work with people, the better you become as an individual yourself too. So it's like, if you as you learn more with a group of people, it like increases how much you learn too. So it's not just yourself getting deep in the book, you're discussing with other people. So you're learning maybe double the speed you were learning if you want to work in the community. So for me, it would be, um, working with the community, putting yourself in that position um, to help them um, will actually affect you, help you more than the help you're putting in that community. Like we're transforming as an individual. Andy, I mean, if you, you know, Bank of America, I'm sure can't do it all, but if there are other businesses out there that wanted to start a program in their local community, I mean, how rewarding and how difficult is it if they wanted to do that? But, you know, I mean, we've been doing this, what I say, since 2004. Um, and as we've added markets, um, we just we just roll it really those markets under the under the framework. So it, it, it definitely takes resources. It is a real commitment that we have made 
um, to the infrastructure, not only to make sure we have great partnerships like Crystal Morehouse, but all of the programming that that we do on the back end um, for the benefit of these young people. So, um, you know, if there are other organizations, you know, regardless of scale that would have some interest in, in doing something like that, we'd be happy to talk to them. Um, I, I think we would love to see more of this, right? I mean, it's we're here talking about the Bank of America Student Leaders Program, but if lots of folks had programs like this, well, we'd all be better for it, right? Our communities would be better for it. Our students would be better for it. Our neighbors would be better for it. So yeah, I'm all for anybody who wants to do something like this, um, regardless of scale. And we'd be happy to talk to anybody who has some interest. All right. Shameless self-promotion time. We'll go around the horn. Uh, Yozer, if you've got anything to, to plug, I mean, you know, your TikTok, you kids and your TikTok, or if you have a, you know, a, a blog where you kind of keep your thoughts on what you're doing and, and how people can support you, obviously, Andy Bank of America, Bailey, Chris Morehouse, please. Let's start with Yozer. Tell us how we can support you. Um, well, I guess... Um, no recommendations always help for college applications. <laughs> um, but at the same time, uh, me and uh, my interns, my fellow interns, would plan to start a Bank of America alumni board. Um, so I guess from especially uh, you, Andy, and Bailey also, just um, I think we'd be emailing one with Katie or something about it sooner or later. I, I dropped a few things up. Just if we, if you guys could support us that way and um, push that forward, that would be if you want to shoot me an email that I can put in the description, I'll make sure to put that in there if people want to get in touch with you. Andy? Well, I feel like Yozer did my work for me, um, talking about starting this uh, this alumni board. So I appreciate his, his leadership yet again. Um, you know what I would say, um, you know, for our student, uh, our potential student leaders out there for, for the years to come, um, check in with your school counselors. Um, know that this program is out there. We'd love to see um, you know, more interested students uh, raise their hands and, 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 and apply for this uh, for this program. And, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll continue to make the investments that we've made here. Uh, we put five million dollars in this community over the last five years. And um, I see nothing but more uh, of that investment here as we continue to uh, to invest here. So, Chris, appreciate the time and appreciate uh, appreciate the opportunity. Happy to. Bailey, tell us about Chris Morehouse. How can we help you? Absolutely. So. Um, we want more people to apply for the Bank of America program, obviously, because it is so rewarding. Um, in addition to that, we do have a year-round um, internship program going at the Kristen Warehouse. So high school students, again, please reach out to us and, you know, express your interest in being an intern at the Kristen Warehouse, and we would absolutely love to have you. And yes, Chris, thank you so much for having us. And thank you for taking the time to highlight such an amazing program that's going on in our city. Um, more people need to know about it so that we can all use it as a resource to better our youth. So thank you. All right. Thank you to Yozer, Bailey, and Andy for coming on the program. I really appreciate it. And we uh, thank you for being on the program. And you, listener, we thank you for listening. If you've learned something, the best way that you can help these organizations and this podcast is to share this information with your friends and family and go, hey, look, this conversation was, was really interesting. Check it out. So thank you. We really appreciate your time. And we will see you again soon. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.